Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Mic test one, two, three. Oh, whoa. Shit. You're loud. I look got, at your levels. Well, I really belted that out. That's look, look at me and look at yours. You're you're purposely soft. No, I'm not. Yes, you're breathy. Breathy like a seagull. That's what the seagulls are known for, their breathiness. How did you not know them for that? That's literally what Gugapedia says. Oh, okay. The two got married. Oh, okay. <laughs> they had a baby that's neither accurate nor not an ad. Awesomes, welcome back to Awesome Today. I'm your host, Meg Teets, and I'm joined, as I always am, on Mondays by my husband, Kyle. Your best friend with a chapped ass who's ready to rip and tear. You have been a little bit chappy before we started recording. That's because you like to take the innocent perspective of a knowing agitator. Is that right? Oh, is that, was, was that, how, how would I know? How did I know I did that? I've only known you for a quarter of a century. Mm-hmm. The laugh tells That's it all. That's a long time to know someone. Well, I mean, a quarter, unless you've known them longer. A quarter of a century. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't agitate you on purpose, but I'm not oh, mad when you do get you, agitated. <laughs> but you don't not agitate exactly. me on not purpose. Exactly. Hey, it's Monday. It is the last Monday of August. Are you aware? I'm. Once we pass the 13th, the magical day yeah. of the year. You don't care about the rest of the month. I pretty much black out. Okay. Mainly because I drink so much, but no. partially because of psilocybin and other drugs. Oh, hold that thought. What did I 
Is that foreshadowing? That's foreshadowing. Okay. Well, stay um, tuned. Okay. And now a word from our sponsors. <laughs> so oh, shit. And ink. There aren't any. Okay. Um, you, my friend, in the midst of other pursuits this week, you did finally finish The Sandman. I did. Tell us your thoughts. Okay. Episodes one through ten. That's a story. And it's good. The writing, outstanding. The acting, definitely on par with the writing. It's very well done. Very solid. Good story. Good good lore. Good mythology. All the things. I liked it quite okay. a bit. Okay. I thought I was done. The peak episode there, number 10. I thought, this yeah. is it. This is well, it. Well, yeah. Most... Uh, most TV series, particularly those made for streaming these days, have 10 episodes. One in, well, I mean, 10 and out. You said that like I knew what episode number it was. I didn't. Okay. I only knew retrospectively that it was episode 10. I knew from what was happening. This is, this is the climax, the, all the things. Yes, I climaxed watching <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> I chilled myself, I guess. Oh, God. I don't know. Okay. You're, I only am <laughs> rambling because you keep looking at me like, tell me more. That's my job. <laughs> you don't have to make it dirty, though. I don't know where else to go when I run out of <laughs> other things. It's like, oh, you wanted it saucy? I don't know. I'm just looking for approval. Just nod like, yes. okay. Good. Okay, so one through ten, you yeah. were like, this is a great series, Neil Gaiman or Neil Gaiman. I'm not sure how to say. I wouldn't say great. Okay. It's oh. better than good. Okay. It's better than average. It's better than good. But I, I reserve great. That to me, that's an important adjective to be saved. Are there any fantasy docuseries that you would put in the great category? Because I'm just, I'm thinking like, okay, this is the Sandman. Also, American Gods okay. is a series. Also, a Neil Gaiman slash Gaiman series. Um, you should really look that up. I and learn should. How, to how in the hell have I not yet? Um, and would you call American Gods great? No. So I feel like that doesn't surprise me. I feel like for a series to be great for you, it has to live in the realm of realistic fiction. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Greatness. Me, good. <laughs> Can you guys hear that? The dog that? is over there, like drinking, like there's a toilet bowl on the floor. <laughs> there's no toilet bowls in here, but it does sound like it. Is it your dog? Come on, get out of here. Was it Stella? That was your dog. Oh, Francie. Yeah. Oh, now she's like, "What? You wanted to pet me? <laughs> I have water all over my face because I don't know how to drink. My tongue is like a boat oar." <laughs> idiot i love her but she's an idiot i love francie um no okay so for something for me to to, to throw it in the category of great it has to be something that one i would watch again yeah two that i would intend to stay awake as i do so okay sure Mm -hmm. and so breaking bad fits that definition yes um the not the wire the shield the shield fits that definition times um What's uh, something kingdom? What's the Viking yes, England? The last, kingdom. the last kingdom. That's one that fits it. Okay. Um, it just has to be that to be great. Now that doesn't. I'm very. I'm very cautious to throw that word out because as soon as you overuse a word, it loses its value. And then what do you call the thing that's better than the other things? Awesome. Um, Awesome, bro. I don't know. This, that's overused. This whole this whole show is sort of overused. 
how dare you? Do you That's do you follow? Rude. Yeah, I, I what understand I'm what you're saying. You don't. You words are important to you. Blah blah. Well, okay. So well, here's a spoon, and you can <laughs> eat a big bowl of my butt. <laughs> I like how all of a sudden you're using the censored words. I rarely ever curse. <laughs> curse in your sleep. That's true. <laughs> That's why I don't have any curses left when I wake up because okay. I've been doing it all night, all damn night. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't remember. What it's I was a good say. show. Now, where I wanted to get to before you got all racy with everything and then condemning is that episode eleven was there. Like I was, I was all prepared for it to go. Like now, start suggesting other shows, but it's like nope. There's another episode, and I watched episode eleven. And I feel like the first 15, maybe 20 minutes of it are a very strange cartoon that has nothing to do with the show. And I kept, like, I checked three times. Is this even the same show? What What's happening? And then we finally have the reintroduction in that episode of Morpheus, the lead, the Sandman. Yeah. And that episode 11 had nothing to do just very, very mild line of connection between yeah. it and the rest of the, the whole thing. It just referenced the fact that he had been imprisoned for a hundred plus years. Right. Um, it was, I didn't not like it. Yeah. It was just like, what, I don't, what's happening? Yeah. And you, and you did, you kept checking to be like, am I still mm-hmm. on the same show? Do you think they're like, they're setting it up for a season two? Well, I felt like that was, Episode one of season two. I even referenced it that way in conversation to you before I realized, oh, they're, no, no. That, that was it. Yeah. That's season one. It's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know a lot of things. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. But you did finish it. I finish it. I liked it. I recommend it to people. Okay. Good. Now, you did say episode five was um, a shocker. Yeah. It's... It gets pretty visceral and real. Yeah. They're, uh, yeah, I don't need to describe it. It just, just know there's some, there's some things in it that are rough, but then like immediately that that's, that's the climax of roughness is episode five. After that, everything else is quite enjoyable and non-offensive and, or at least to me. Okay. Whoever, whoever I am, whatever I know. Yes. I don't know. Good. I don't know what I know. I don't know what I don't know. Okay. I Good. challenge you. Do you know what you don't know? <laughs> no, definitely. Okay. No, don't ask me what I don't know. Um, do you have any plans for what you're going to watch next? I don't. I don't even, I don't have any idea what's even out there. Are there other shows? In the queue? In the universe? <laughs> In the universe, definitely. There's so okay. many. Are there any worth watching? Uh, I don't know. Let's let Awesome Today fam tell us. What okay. should what should Kyle always, watch next? I'm always very reticent to make that offer mm-hmm. because everybody's got their own taste, and I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings when I don't use the word great about a thing I mean, if it that makes, they thought was great. If it makes anyone in Awesome Today fam feel better. It doesn't. Kyle cannot Kyle's hardly ever assign a superlative to a thing. I have tried many times through the years to be like, what's your My favorite friend. this or that? My what's friend. the best? But My let friend. me finish. Let me finish. You, When it comes to the best, like you take that so literally. Well, it's a literal it's, word. You make it stressful. It's a literal word. What is the 
best. It seems it's like something that's really great. You're the best around? The best is just like, hey, From I really love Karate this. Kid, the theme song, You're oh. the Best Around. Is that the name of the song? I don't think I don't so. Know. What's the name of the song? I don't know. Um, it is a superlative. And by sheer calling it that name means it should be superlative above other things. Yeah. If there's more than just a few superlatives, is it even an important category anymore? Are we just handing out participation trophies? I think that it's a good signifier that you enjoyed something a whole lot. Well, how about just say, I enjoyed it a whole lot. Okay, that's also fine. I enjoy this drink in my hand a whole lot. Good. Is it a superlative? No. <laughs> no, it's bottom shelf, literally. It's literally like <laughs> back room loading bay. It's not even on the shelves. It's just like, yeah, that swills back in the back. You got to walk past the lepers to get to it. Ooh, apologies to the awesomes with leprosy. <laughs> if there are awesomes with leprosy, there are treatments for that. Yes, I don't think it's a problem as much. And Unless you've treatments. embraced it. Unless you're one of the religions, and I'm not poking fun. There are religions who are like, no medical care. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's that a thing. That's a thing. That in, is a thing. In that case, you still have leprosy. Yeah. Okay. Just, that's how it works. All right. Um, you don't believe me? I do believe you. I have so much that I've watched. I never have things to contribute to this category. Okay. I have a question. Yes. Did you watch them, or did you fall asleep no, watching them? No, 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 them? no. Nay, 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 nay. I watched these okay. to the maximum. I wouldn't know. Well, and we can get into that here in a minute. I do want to say this. Towards the end of this past week. Meg kicked me out of the house. Yes. I've been and I living finally, in a military tent in the backyard. Yeah. I stole it from a military compound. Thankfully, it is not air conditioned. So <laughs> you've been really miserable. Um, I'll tell you what I really like, though, are the chiggers. <laughs> You have a long history with chiggers. Chiggers are a delight unmatched by anything. Even mosquitoes can't keep up with chiggers. Are, ch are chiggers even still a thing? I, I haven't yeah. heard people talk about chiggers in a long time. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they never were a thing. Maybe I don't they're know. a victim of climate change. Maybe climate change is chiggers. <laughs> that feels right. Listen, what I was going to say. I didn't kick Kyle out of the house, but – and we'll get to the reason why <laughs> – She did not <laughs> kick me out of the house. We'll get to the reason why I've been watching a lot of my TV as you've been pursuing other things. I will say this. Something that added to it is, on a serious note, you're going to make fun of it no matter what. Towards the end of last week, I had the worst migraine attack I've had in a long time. It's true. And I literally refused laid to take ibuprofen. No, My head hurts. Did you take ibuprofen? <laughs> no, that's not true. And you know it. That's Shut up. the normal. Sometimes that happens, but that was not the case. Just I could not leave the bedroom. I laid in bed in the dark for most of the weekend. One thing I and I couldn't read my phone, but one thing I could do. Let's watch TV. Change your own diaper. Uh, thankfully, yes, God, I was I able to do that. Diaper changing kind of guy. Yes. So I watched and caught up on a lot of TV as I was enduring this um, very specific pain of the migraine attack. Okay, I finished. I had started this before my migraine problems. I had started Never Have I Ever season three. It's one of my favorite Netflix original series. Who's the, who's the lead? It's not anybody that you know. It follows the story of Davy. Oh, so you don't know the name? 
I can't. I'm just going to tell you. Oh, you don't know the name of an actor or actress or actors? They're all actors. How dare you make it gendered? I can't say her name, and I'm not going to Mm -hmm. be problematic. I just don't want to catch any more crap from you when I don't know the name of a a person. It follows the story of Davy. And Goliathy? Nope. Davy... Did you not see what I did there? You're not I even did. I'm trying to concentrate. You're distracting me. That's what I do. Vishwakamar. Vishwakamar? Vishwakamar? Vichyssois. That's potato soup in French. I'm multilingual. Vishwakumar. Davy Vishwakumar who is the protagonist of the series. She's a teenager, an Indian American teenager. This is a, it's a, okay. How's Davy spelled D E V I. And it's short for her full Indian name, which they don't use in the show. They just call her Davy. Davy Lakalatamus. Nope. That's not it either. Because I knew her. Um, this is the Mindy Kaling project. It's been on for a couple of years. Again, this is season three. I feel like it first came out during the early days of the pandemic. I love this show so much, and you guys, I'm going to say I think season three is the best season yet. I love. Is it a superlative? It is a superlative. Of the three seasons of Never Have I Ever, I would say best is season three. The ending was so unexpected, and I loved it so much. And I actually went and looked up some Never Have I Ever fanfic to read to extend my experience of Never Have I Ever. I'm going to save you guys some time. Don't do it. They're all bad. (laughs) It's all bad fanfic. But I did look it up. I love this season so much. I've talked about Never Have I Ever more than once on the main sort of awesome show, so I won't go into it here. But if you've been, you know, a little out of the loop and you didn't know season three was out, let me tell you it's out and it's fantastic. Now, that's a that was a lot of superlatives. I don't know if I can trust you. You would not like this show anyway, so don't worry about it. Also, another show that you absolutely will not watch, but I love so much. Why, why did you throw that out? Because we've talked about it, and I'm going to tell you specifically why you won't watch it. It's only Murders in the Building. It's on Hulu, and it has Martin Short as one of the main characters. And do you like Martin Short? Well, I don't love him. You hate him! He shrunk the damn kids. <laughs> no, no, that, that was, was Rick, Moranis. Rick Moranis. Never mind. Um, Martin Short. Yeah. No, I don't, I'm not a huge Martin Short fan, but, but I don't wish him poorly. No, of course I, not. I'm thrilled for him that his career has gone as well as it has. It's just not my. Okay. It's like, do you love the Three Stooges? No, I don't like it at okay. all. Okay. No. And you wish them poorly. Mm. They're already dead. How dare you? You condemn them to comedy hell. We, it's slapstick, damn it. It has a name. <laughs> um, I shouldn't say. I shouldn't presume that you hate Martin Short as a human I don't, being. I don't, I don't think you him. do. But I, his thing is not your thing. His, his niche of character yeah. isn't what I enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, Only Murders in the Building is on Hulu. I just finished season two. That's him and, is that also Steve Martin? Steve Martin and Selena Gomez. And I I enjoy Steve Martin in some things. Yeah. You know, interestingly, Steve Martin, I feel like, is the most muted version of Steve Martin I've ever seen him be. Yeah. I kind of forgot for a minute that, like, the jerk exists. And, like, this very, Mm -hmm. like, over-the-top Steve Martin-ness from the 70s and 80s. He's... 
different now. He's much more... Well, he's old. Yeah, he's old. He's in his 70s, fully in his 70s. I think he's like 75. Um, anyway... In Only Murders in the Building, if you have been under a rock for the past couple of years, the trio of them, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez, live in this historic building in New York City, and there's a murder in the building, and they, true crime podcast fans, decide to create their own true crime podcast, solving the murder in real time as they go. Which one of them did it? None of them. Then I don't want to watch it. Okay. Season two just came out recently. It's the best way to hide the murder is to act like you're helping solve it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's not untrue, and yeah. that is definitely... Do not ask me how I know. ...something that comes up again and again in true crime um, storytelling. What? What's happening? Oh, Stella. She loves love. She's, she doesn't she's, care if we're recording or not. She doesn't care. She's getting ready to go into heat, and she's especially yes. lovey, which is kind of like petting a wire brush. Yeah. She's very bristly. A stinky wire brush, in fact. Indeed. Indeed. It doesn't matter how often we bathe her. She is very aromatic. She's got that musk. <laughs> Dog musk. Um, in Only Murders in the Building Season 2, they continue their um, endeavor of podcast making. I just, I don't even know what to say. This is this is probably one of my favorite shows. It's a top five favorite show. I love it so Listen, much. If I had a list of all the things in your top five, it's, it's so more than five. It's 17 is what you were going to say. It's, it's a lot. <laughs> Superlatives, damn it. Superlatives. Oh my gosh, season two. This is the trend that I'm noticing is that all of these shows that I like, I feel like each season, Stranger Things season four, I feel like is the best season yet. Now she's begging me to hold her. She wants someone to hold her. She cares not that we are recording. She doesn't care. She's like, look, I'm precious and yes. cute. I also started on Netflix, the new Netflix sort of like rom-com-ish series called Uncoupled. Why is your why are your eyes doing that? I'm I'm trying to track with you. Because you don't specifically care what I've been watching, so you're like, let me try. It's a labor. It's a labor of love. I told you there was a lot. I'm trying. Okay. Who's in it? Neil Patrick Harris okay. plays the lead. This is um from Darren King, who also was a showrunner for Sex in the City. Okay. In- so Neil Patrick Harris is wearing Carrie Bradshaw's Prada and <laughs> probably <laughs> I was, I had to, I've, I edited myself before I said what would have had to have been edited. I'm not a, I'm not a soft person. No, but thank I'm you not for self editing. I'm not what some people would call proper. <laughs> That's true. So Neil Patrick Harris plays, he's the main character and he plays a man whose longtime 17 year relationship boyfriend breaks up with him completely out of the blue. Is it though? Is well, it actually? Is as it the, ever? No, as the series unfolds, you can see that. Neil Patrick Harris's character, his name's Michael. He's kind of unlikable. You he's can kind of a dick. Yeah, you can see why the boyfriend broke up with him. And- so they typecast him. <laughs> I love him for it. Yes. Um, he also plays a real estate agent in New York City. So in addition to the storyline, which is fun and fine. He also has a TikTok channel. <laughs> like Cash Jordan, my favorite <laughs> New York real estate TikToker. Um, he, you get to see lots of really cool and high-end um, real estate in New York City in the series. So I just started it last night. I'm a couple of episodes in and I'm really liking it. But I also want to say, this is the last one. How do you feel about psychedelics, the drug variety? I have never used one. Okay. I, in this current moment, 
cannot look at a justification for me to do so. And yet at the same time, I don't judge too harshly. I don't judge people that do it. I judge people that do it stupidly. Yeah, 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 yeah. If okay. that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Okay. Well, I started... Oh, my gosh. She's back out at the water bowl back again. Back at it again. It's a thirsty day. Hi, the me. Okay. <clears throat> On Netflix, there's a new docuseries called How to Change Your Mind. It's hosted by Michael Pollan, who is an author who has written a book called How to Change Your Mind about psychedelics. Um, people may remember Michael Pollan... Pollen and know his name because he wrote a book called The Omnivore's Dilemma. Um, Omni- omnivore? Is yeah. that what you said? Okay. Mm-hmm. Just making sure. And there was another one that was like, eat less mostly plants or something like that. I can't remember. I should have, I should have put this into the notes. So he's, he's definitely been in the realm of like nutrition and food production and these types of like, he's kind of, this is the sort of trajectory he's been on and it has eventually landed him in looking at what is it that is going on in the world of psychedelic drugs used as treatment for mental illness, mental health okay. reasons, PTSD, OCD, cancer, which that's not a mental health issue, obviously, but like really digging into, I'm going to throw that one out. It is featured in the docuseries. I, I get it. I get it. Okay. I feel like that cheapens the direction. That's like, oh, yeah, and cancer, because who doesn't hate that? Yeah, okay. Oh, you you like cancer? How dare you speak against us? I feel like that was a cheap ad. But what if it's really bringing some relief, some, um, well, so not is, to cure cancer. So is weed, okay? Yeah. And that's now... Legal. Not federally legal, but it's by state legal everywhere. Did you know in this country up until the Nixon administration that there were hospitals that regularly administered psychedelics as treatment for well, various mental health disorders? Part of the CIA's mind control program. Sure. It's why we had so many serial killers. But did you know that? Uh, it doesn't surprise me. I didn't okay. know it as a fact, but it's like completely – I would have been surprised if you'd said the opposite. Okay. Well, I started watching it last night, and it is very fascinating. May I? Yes, I, since I, I started with asking how you feel about psychedelics. Um, what's, what's your knowledge of the history of psychedelics? How long have they been used? What Where, have, where have they been used? Going back to ancient times. And in what – Regard. In, in both medicinal and spiritual application. Uh, heavily spiritual, much more so than medicinal. Yes. Uh, they just wanted to do bloodletting and... <laughs> yeah, that was medicine. At the yeah, time. things like that. Yeah. It's, it has, psychedelics have a, a vast and, and deep spiritual history, like millennia. Yes. Millennia long. It's a thing, and, and I guess it's from that perspective. I mean, I get it. It's, uh, it's super hard to make spiritual advancement. And that's very different than religious advancement. Don't Mm -hmm. conflate the two. It's very challenging. It it takes, it takes experiences. I think that are rough enough that you release hormones and things internally for you to be able to make the advance that the psychedelics can aid in without Mm -hmm. having to go through quite the trouble. So I can, I can see from that perspective how valuable they have been historically, how just every generation or so 
people are going to rediscover the, oh, they're so amazing. They, I crossed this thing and made it somewhere I couldn't before and all that. And I don't doubt that at all. Are they misused? Sure. Are they misunderstood? Sure. Should we have to endure? This is just my personal perspective. Should we have to endure the hardship that helps us or the challenge, not necessarily hardship, but the challenge that helps us to reach that point naturally? I kind of think so because it's it's almost it's not that you have to earn it it's that you'll never appreciate it mm, as much right without I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Something stressful along the way. Within, the, the, within education, we have referenced the eureka moment mm -hmm. right it's that yeah. moment where you've reached this superlative level of frustration that then goes into a breakthrough i'm not seeing psychedelics or cheating but i'm not saying they're not either really that's kind of how i feel interesting so as long as i can labor through and and find my own breakthroughs without the aid yeah of that, then that's probably the route I'll take. Okay. No that's judgment. Again, no judgment <clears throat> otherwise. That's very interesting. I feel like I'm... You feel like you have a drawer full of shrooms and now you don't know what to do with them? <laughs> I might like to stockpile some for my next migraine attack. It may not be as efficacious as you suppose. <laughs> and I don't even know. How do you even buy them? I don't know where you start. You I would guess Lincoln Boulevard if in I, Oklahoma City is a place where you can find just about anything on the dark side. If I was going to do any kind of microdosing slash treatment with psychedelics, I absolutely would want it to be in a like really regimented like clinical environment. Yeah, if not in even, a cabin in the woods by myself. Yeah, yeah. So we've seen. I feel like at least two comedians mm -hmm. stand up bits recently on Netflix, both of them, Bill Burr and uh, what's the machine's name? La Machina. Yeah. What's his name? Bert. Yep. You're just looking at me. I, I, Are you going to help? I, I'm trying. My, I'm going through the mental Rolodex. Bert Kreishner. Yes. Or Kirshner or yeah. something. Yeah. Both of them in recent things we've seen have referenced. An experience. More surprising from Burr, 
Bill Burr. Okay. Uh, Burt, like, yeah, if there's anything, he's done it. And if he hasn't, it's just because he hasn't made it to it on his list yet. Right. But uh, Bill Burr, is a, a, he's more just like a traditional Irishman that's like, if whiskey can't do it, I'm not interested. But he referenced. Was it shrooms? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. And definitely, as he described it, it would have been helpful to have a, a clinical setting to yeah. make it through what he endured. Right. Yes. For sure. I'm not interested in it, personally. You don't really like drugs in general. Well, I like alcohol. Yeah. I like nicotine. Okay. Um, That's fair. And alcohol. Did I say alcohol? <laughs> you I mentioned like alcohol. alcohol. Yeah. And nicotine. Mm-hmm. I get it. I, I don't... I'm not a huge fan of drugs. Yeah. I don't like the idea of becoming dependent upon anything. But what if it was a non-dependency thing? What if it was like an, an isolated experience? Well, I think you're interpreting that as physical dependence. But let's suppose it was, let's suppose, because most addictions are very heavily also psychological. Let's say there was no physical dependency component, but it was purely psychological. It's still dependency. And I don't, I just don't like the idea of of compromising in that way. Interesting. Okay. I guess I'll have to go yeah, find not, my own clinic. I'm not... <laughs> Judging other people. I'm just looking at myself. Yes. Okay, so we've covered watch. That was a lot. It was quite a few things. Kind of a reading tucked into that because, again, Michael Pollan has written this book, How to Change Your Mind. Um, reading, I finally, finally finished the comeback, the Lily Chew rom-com on Audible. I didn't realize it when I started this book. It's 12 hours long. That's a lot for a romantic comedy wow. book. Evidently. That's a lot. There was a lot of romance. It was really, it was so much more than romance. With a, a very, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, a lover with stamina? <laughs> I loved the comeback. It is so much more than the romance story, although the romance is at the center of it. But there's all kinds of things about family dynamics, work, understanding like your work and what the importance, the role that work plays in your life. Like it was just so What's good. the importance that work plays in your life? Like you want me to just start expounding on this? I don't know. If it's too much, then no. It's probably too much. But the, okay. our main character in the comeback is a lawyer, an attorney, because her dad like really pushed her into that. He's a lawyer, but he wanted her to be like the rock star lawyer that he never was. And then she realizes, like, I don't like this. I'm, de- and then she realizes she's devoting. I don't even like baseball. Well, okay. And she realizes she's devoting her life, her energy, like everything into this firm. And they don't care about her as a person. She keeps getting passed over for various things. I don't, she's not actually a good No, she's attorney. an excellent attorney. Oh, no, There's, she's not. It goes into the... You don't get passed over if you're excellent. That's anti-correct. And you it's know that from the coaching industry. Actually pretty correct. <laughs> You could be an excellent coach and not get the job that you apply okay. for. Okay, so you want to talk about superlatives again? Oh, no. If you're excellent, you don't get passed over. Oh. If you're above average, but there's other detractors, you get passed over. Okay, all right. Well, I would guess that's fair. Um, anyway, the comeback is so good. I loved it so much. Now, I did finally finish it. Coming up next, another book I'll be reading on audio, uh, The Violin Conspiracy by Brendan Slocum. So I will report back that's next Brendan week. That's Brendan Fraser's cousin. <laughs> Now, you have some listens. I do. That you've been deeply enjoying. Um, the first one we may have even mentioned before. 
I don't know. It just happened to show up again on a rando list on the Spotify for me. Because I'll listen. If they suggest a thing, I'll listen. Mainly so I can judge them and be like, oh, Spotify, you're stupid. We love to say Spotify stupid. It is. She is. He is. But it's also they are your closest friend and confidant. I, I appreciate them. It's the good friend that you feel comfortable punching in the face. Oh, okay. That's not how friendships work for women, but... Well, maybe they should. Enjoy. Maybe they should. I challenge everyone listening to punch someone in the face that you would call a friend. No, not hard. No, just a little bit. Just a little punch. Just a little love punch. A little love punch to the face. Where else would you do it? Uh, No, the crotch. You're disgusting. No punching. And that's violent. No punches should be exchanged. It's a little punch. You can it's punch yourself. Punch. punch yourself while you listen to your Why Spotify. Why would you do that? That's, don't ever punch yourself. Who's drinking water again? That's your dog. Oh, it's, a, it's a relay race. Jeez Louise. They're winning, we're losing. Oh my um, god. You Are the Best Thing by Ray LaMontagne. Mm-hmm. Or LaMontagne. <laughs> That's what I thought it was for way too long. <laughs> That's we just recently discussed yes. what's a word yeah. that you pronounce I could wrong in not your mind. Figure out his last name yeah. for the life of me. It's it's good, it's not great. It's good. It's you'll I rarely skip it when it comes up on there. Um some songs I have to be in the mood for. Some songs I would even qualify as great, but I have to be in the mood or I'll skip it when it comes up. Mm-hmm. This I find myself never skipping, but I'd also not call it great. It's just very good. Okay. I'm glad to know where it lands on your superlative scale. The next two are brand new. And maybe I should have said the last two. Because there's only three on the list. And one of them's already gone. Sorry, Ray. You were the sacrificial lamb of, <laughs> of musics. Yeah. Honey, Hold Me by Morning Ciders. I'd never heard it before. I'd heard of, I'd heard the Morning Ciders before, but I'd never heard this song. I have no idea. Maybe I'd never heard it because it's new. I don't have any idea, and I make no apologies for that. I don't have time in my life to go search their musical presentation history. Mm-hmm. So stop judging me. Okay. I, I knew the name, damn it. Morning Ciders. I That's feel like great. that was something. Yeah. I'm proud of you for knowing. Yeah, I feel like you do much, and I mean, I cannot emphasize this strongly enough, much better knowing musical artists' names, whether it's a band or a solo performer, as opposed to the names of actors. Okay. Maybe that's because when you watch a show or a movie or whatever, a docu-series or whatever you want to call it, how many names are there to remember? Like 10 right out of the gate? Yeah. It's overwhelming. I don't have time for that. With a band, there's just one. Okay. Do you like the song? Well, there's just one name you got to remember. That's good. And maybe even just part of it or something that sounds like it. Yeah. It's a lot less threatening. That makes sense. So my mind's like, okay, I'll give it a shot. Mm-hmm. And I do remember often, if not the name of the song and the band, I at least know all the lyrics. Yeah, you do. And you know the it's song bit, by the opening notes. It's a notes. bit savantish. You are very much a savant. The first, Idiot-like. The first three chords can play and you'll be like, oh, that's uh, Elvira by the Old Cridge Boys. And I'm ashamed that I know that song. And that band. But, as we mentioned earlier, I did unfortunately actually hear the Oak Ridge Boys live. You stumbled into one of their concerts. As a practical infant, 
I went there with two people. I was less than 10 years old, and I went with two people who were in their late 70s. That's a whole nother story. Yes, I was trafficked. Let's get back on track, for God's sake. So, <laughs> Henny Holy Morning Ciders. Yes. House of My Soul, also recognized as You Light the Rooms. This is by Langhorn Slim. L-A-N-G-H-O-R-N-E, Langhorn Slim. Again, another band that I've heard music from before, but I'd never heard this song in particular. And it's solid. It's good. My f- Both of them a little bit touchy-feely and romantic-y, even. I don't know what that says about me and my lack of toxic masculinity. <laughs> okay, good. That's good. My favorite Langhorn Slim song, I think you like it too, but I love this song. Top five song, just kidding. Uh, the Way We Move by Langhorn Slim. Yes, well, it's in your top five of the top 50 of yep. songs and things That's that right. don't meet the definition of superlatives. It's a good song. It's a great song. It's a good song. It's a great song. Yeah, it's a Make song. no mistake. The dogs will not leave me alone. The They're, dogs are like trying to be paid actors in this episode. They are. Would for one of no you speak? reason. Say something. They're, the mic is yours. Do you think they need to go out? They're being wildly No, needy. I think they want to climb up in your I lap. Think after all this water they've been drinking, they need to go out. All right. You entertain the people. I'll go let the dogs all out. Right. They're being insane. Okay. Awesome today, fam. As you know, I love, love, love. There, there they go the podcast normal gossip they are in between seasons right now but as is their custom in between seasons they do drop a few bonus episodes dropping a bonus yeah you may not have known that came out if it weren't for awesome kate texting me i was known in high school for dropping the bonus oh my god i don't even know what that means but i'm terrified yeah i don't either Uh, My friend Awesome Kate texts me to let me know when these bonus episodes come out on Normal Gossip. Both of them are very good. I would not put them in the great category. The first one, I wasn't 100% sure how this concept was going to work. They played a game of telephone where the producer – so again, the the, the podcast is Normal Gossip. For all of season two – at the beginning of season two, the producer of the show told a gossip story to the first guest – then the shtick was, this is apart from the recordings of the main episodes in season two, but like after they were done recording, this is really hard to explain. So the producer told the first guest a story, a gossip story. The guest then told her back on mic, told her telling of that story, the first guest did. Okay. So then they took that first guest telling of the gossip story and had guest two listen to it. And then guest two told it back. So it was a game of telephone. This is where I thought you were going with it. And you did use a lot of words. No offense. It was a game of telephone. I was not sure how this was going to play out. It didn't, it did end up being very entertaining, but it was a little tedious by the end, as you can imagine, but it was, it did go wildly off the rails. So that part was amazing. That is the beauty of tedium. (laughs) The second episode is... Another one of my nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> that one in adulthood. Yes. The sec- tedium teats. <laughs> tedium teats over here. The second bonus episode, very enjoyable. If you've listened to it, please let me know. Okay, lifestyle. Lifestyle. A big thing happened in your lifestyle in the past week. Well, 
Yeah, again, superlatives and whatnot. I don't know. How I just big said big. I don't know how big I it was. I didn't say it was the best but ever. Something your happened. Favorite thing. Some things happened. A thing happened. Some things happened. Tell the people. Tell the fam. Well, fam, things happened. Now what? Don't oh, do this. I wish. Sometimes I wish there was a video component <laughs> because the looks that I elicit from you—they are—they would ruin your even remotely awesome image. Be like, damn. <laughs> That chick cold. She's ice cold. <laughs> You're going to think ice cold if you don't tell the story okay. of it. This is your thing. Right. I got a new computer. Yes. What kind of computer specifically? Well, it's, a, it's not just a PC. It's a GD PC. Oh. I hate PCs. Yeah. For a myriad of issues. I'm, a, I'm an Apple guy. Yeah. Not ashamed of that. No. You should be if you are. <laughs> People. <laughs> Not an Apple guy or girl. Yeah. An Apple pronoun. You should be an Apple pronoun. Okay. But we are Apple people. We're Apple people um, for a myriad of reasons. Yes. Not worth going into. Uh, anybody that is an Apple person or has has dipped a toe into the Apple waters <laughs> knows. <is> so weird. <laughs> You know that there's some bullshit you need in your life that you can't get on the Apple. Even, even in the instance that you're like, oh, but look, I'm running parallels, the thing that makes my Apple pretend it's a PC. And mm -hmm. for most things, yeah, it works and it actually works better than a PC. But there's a few things where you can't get around it. And so, and I had one of those things in my life and I just needed finally a PC. Um, and was able to justify the use of it for more than just that one thing, take some workload off of my delightful Apple laptop. But I do still need both. And I have a very not adult-sized desk. <laughs> it's, it's tiny. It's for children. Um, that's probably intellectually why it's my desk, because I have the intellect of a child. I mean, to be fair... It's not a child-sized desk. It was it's, a table in its former life. Well, what kind of table? I don't know, but when I bought like it... Like a children's table? When I bought it on Craigslist, low these 15 years ago... They were basically like, we'll pay you to take this <laughs> gee table that fits no human of above tiny proportions. It is... I dodged a lot of things. I wanted to say the F word. I almost said a derogatory term for little people. I self-edited a lot there. Thank it's not you. that I meant it derogatorially. It's that it's a word that used to be fine that's not okay anymore. Okay. Well, this particular... I like little people. Okay. I've been to Davis quite a bit. That is such a niche reference. There's like three people, maybe, that are listening. But the ones that know, damn it, they know. If you know, you know. Okay. I will say this about you know, the piece of furniture that is your desk. It is not deep. It is pretty shallow Deep. what are you talking about in terms of like the the measurements it doesn't go it's not like a traditional desk it the doesn't width. have the width no the depth of it the depth is the same depth as any table or desk you have plenty of room to slide your knees under it do you well i do do i have abnormally small knee <laughs> appendages yes you think i have little people appendages no what i'm trying to say is you're trying to a make it sexual. No, a conventional desk, an, a businessman's desk hey, in his office. Which of the two of us has been a businessman, if I may? 
who who of the two of us has the grander experience of business man desks? Okay, but I've seen your desks in your offices when you used to be a businessman in an office. <laughs> when I used to not be a slap dick. I don't know why we're arguing over this. Your you, desk is too small. You've been this spoiling, is not even the point. You've been spoiling for a fight, and I will never let you down. This is not even the freaking point of the no, story. There is no point any longer. You got a new PC, and you've been doing I've some. been sitting at a baby desk Yeah. with the new PC. And then I had to, because it's a tiny freaking desk, I had to find something to do with my laptop. And, hey, anybody that is remotely professional, probably already knows these exist, but it's just a little metal bracket that allows me to set my laptop in it on end like a file folder. Yeah. And it, it's so much room for activities. You're like, this is revolutionizing my life. So I'm, I'm shuffling now two computers, two keyboards, two mice, mouses, mice, <laughs> all the things. A gigantic monitor I literally use because I'm half blind to 42-inch high-definition television as a monitor. Yep. I don't even know why we're talking. Why am I still on this show? Because the main point is you got this I got a PC computer. so that yeah. you could do a little gaming. I, well, that's one of the things that also gets to be done is some gaming, yes. And to go back to, just like to bring it full circle, the reason that I have had so much free time to watch the shows I like to watch is because you've been doing some zombie killing on well, a PC game. Well, there is a zombie game. game. There is a zombie game, and I love to kill zombies. Oh, you love it? Is it a superlative? It is a superlative. Okay. Is this like top five games ever for you? I, I don't know that I can put it in that rank. Okay. I don't know that I've played enough games to have a, a meaningful top five. It's called 30 Days to Die. No, it's not. Just it's called Seven Days to Die. You, sir, are a jackass with no businessman desk. I love the You idea. have no businessman desk. <laughs> I love the idea that this game used to be 30 Days to Die. And they were like, no, this well, is way too yeah. many days. In development, that was how it started. Yes. And then they're like... Nobody has an attention span this long. <laughs> Let's dial it down to seven. Even the Lord knew only one day a week should be celebrated. There we go, yes. Seven days to die. They made it holy. Okay, good, yes. yes. It's the holy number. It's holy. Um, and it's zombie stuff. There's few games I've ever played. And I, I'm a, I do like gaming, but I'm not like a... I'm not a lunatic about it. I can go. No. I often go beyond a year at a time without yeah, playing an actual been, game. And actually, several several years. years. But I enjoy games, mm -hmm. and this is one of the few games I've ever played where there are moments that jump scare me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm not I'm not out looking for that necessarily. But that's how impactful this specific game that's is. How great of a game it is. I literally I can butt clinch so hard that I bite the chair underneath me. It's Whoa. it's pretty vicious. Dead gun. Yeah, okay. I know. I know. Tell my chair. Shoot. Um in the meantime you went by the liquor store this week and you brought home our old boyfriend Jim. Old dirty Jim. Old Jim Beam. We have been on we've been drinkers of the, the white spirits for gosh, what, six months? At I was going to say, at least from spring into summer. 
Does this mean you're ready for fall? You picked up our first I don't know. I don't know what it means. We've been gin, vodka, rum, all the whites. No moonshine, just because we couldn't find any. You don't want to buy moonshine from a liquor store. It's not. It's not good moonshine. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Good. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. I'm going to skip that part. Right. Um. Yeah. We we just kind of moved away. We we had a, a little brown here and there. Like on Father's Day, we got a a nice bottle of rye. That's true. And you had picked up the is it Kirk and Sweeney's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the Kirk and Sweeney, which is sipping a, rum. a sipping rum that's a brown. Mm-hmm. But it'd been a it'd been a while since we'd had a true brown. We'd had some golds that's yeah. kind of in between, yeah. But a true brown and like a dirty brown, yeah. Jim Beam, Jim Beam. They don't even hardly put it on the shelves. Like I mentioned earlier, that's like back in the you got to walk past the lepers to get to it. Back in the storage area. They don't bother. It, it's cheap. It's disgusting, and yet we just keep we just keep going back. Yep. It's like in a no. Can't say that either. Pretend I said a thing that made sense and was funny. Ha ha ha! All right, what's next? All right, I have been saving this for a while. This is not the first time. No, oh, it may be the first time. It will not be the last time. I'm going to talk about my new hobby. Okay. My new hobby of bubble baths. <laughs> And it is a hobby. And how dare anybody who is like, that's not a hobby, you shut up right now. Thank you for standing up for me and my weird hobbies. <laughs> it's it's neither weird nor am I standing up for you. Okay. I don't know. But you know, you've known me a long time as already established a quarter of a century. At least, yes. I do enjoy baths. Yeah. I always have. Mm-hmm. It is not until the past few weeks that you bothered to take your clothes off to have one. <laughs> I know it's been weird to walk in. That I actually asked you. I was like, "Do you think it could be an actual hobby? How much I love baths?" <laughs> because I do put a lot of time into thinking about the products mm-hmm. that are used to enjoy baths. And if you're listening and you feel like you want to let me know that I should. Be careful in taking too many bubble baths because of things like increased risk for UTIs and those types of things. Thank you, and I know. Listen, I am a UTI. (laughs) You already got one, so now what? It's my longest-running UTI. (laughs) Damn, quarter of a century long. (laughs) No antibiotics for you, my friend. Um, He's resistant to everything. I do know, and I do use discretion in how often I bubble bath, but... Well, what we did is we we heat-formed a Tupperware bowl and attached bungee cords to it so you can wear it over your private areas and keep them dry <laughs> while you enjoy the bubble bath. So no t- UTIs here, thank you. What a weird way to take a bath that would be. Um, You're thinking about it, though, aren't you? I am thinking about it, Yes. <laughs> Um, but yes, the various... It's a sort of awesome um, jockstrap. Yeah. <laughs> sort of jockstrap. Sort of jockstrap. Um, I just, I've been enjoying them so much. Um, between Epsom salts, bubble baths, various, uh, what's it called? Body washes. Monkey pox washes. No, none of those. All of the smell, smell good stuff. I... I haven't told you this yet, but I think my next... You're leaving me for a bubble bath? <laughs> yes. It doesn't surprise me. It's time. Um, I think my next purchase to further enjoy my hobby is going to be one of those... Bath- a new house with a better bathtub. We we have... We have a good bathtub. 
we have a cast iron cloth tub. Okay, <laughs> this is this it takes is, like a week for it to warm up, but damn, once it's warm in the winter, mm. holy god, it is yeah. not not the experience yes. that you want. Frostbite on your ass cheeks <laughs> yes. while your lady bits are burnt. Yes, exactly. Um, we do have a great bathtub. It is a real son of a bitch to clean underneath. Okay, it's it's don't well, look under our tub. It's nasty. There's bottle caps and cat hair. We don't and even like, have a cat. Yeah, there's like bath toys and washcloths and it's not great but it's a listen if you're ever like oh should we do a closet tub in yeah, our yeah, bathroom you should. don't do it no you should don't do it you should it is a pain listen you don't even like baths listen, how do you know um i took baths for like six, the six freaking months it took for me to remodel the downstairs bathroom yeah i took baths and i got pretty damn good at it <laughs> i learned how to get into the hot water <laughs> you, you want to tell that? No, I can't. You want to skip it? it? It's okay. Not, it's such a niche reference, and I there's don't know a, where to even find it. There's I have a never whole find it again. thing online. This online in-depth debate for dudes about how to get into the hot tub without going balls first. Without your balls going in because it's hot. You got to ease into it. And there's like the the acrobatics, the theatrics, all the. All the things people described as have, magic. I have never laughed so much at anything <laughs> I found on the internet, and I cannot find it again. It was, it was something divine that disappeared because it was. We weren't ready. We as a human race were not ready for that goodness. I can't. I can't. My face hurts just like from laughing about that. Um, hmm. But I can do it now. <laughs> It looks really weird, but I can do it. <laughs> okay. What I was going to say <laughs> is... That's my hobby. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, wow. There was an eruption from yeah, upstairs. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think my next purchase is going to be one of those bath trays that you can put yeah, yeah. across the top, and then you can put your, your book or your Kindle on it. You could put a glass of wine. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and throw this candle. out there for the electronics. Yeah. What you'll find probably pretty rapidly is that those trays look a lot better than they actually function, yeah. and you're going you're gonna to dump a Kindle or an iPad into well, the tub. I, oh, I don't want to do that. It's not going to electrocute you. No, no, but it'll ruin your But device. it'll, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it could electric if it's plugged in. You're screwed, basically. That's scientific terms. You're screwed. Yeah, I was just thinking about that all playing out. As you know, electricity is my biggest fear. Well, <laughs> my biggest superlatives love my biggest being fear. what they are. Um, your I'm biggest, your biggest fear is, yeah, a road, an elevated oh, section of road ending, an overpass that ends yeah. abruptly, and yeah. you drive off of it. That's yes. my biggest fear. Second biggest fear is being electrocuted in any way. Okay. I okay, maybe. That's I feel like could be my actual biggest fear because that's realistic. Like people get electrocuted. It's not often that people are just driving along and they're on the highway yeah. and they go an overpass and it ends. That only happens in my dreams. I don't think in the ways that you're imagining being electrocuted that that actually occurs very often anymore. I think people surprised. drive off of roads that end more often than <laughs> no. what you're referencing. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Um, that's all I've got. I am glad to be through... This episode? No. Because it was tedious and you hated it? No, the worst of the... You just stroked my beard in a very 
erotic way. It was not erotic. I, there was. Some, you should have seen the look on your face as you did it. There were some hairs that were poking out, and I was helping them to get back in their place. Yeah, you were. Get um, in your place, you dirty little hair. <laughs> You're disgusting. I'm glad to be through the worst of my migraine, I hope. Knock on wood, literal. Well, drink more. Does that help? Well, or take psychedelics, evidently. Apparently so. Um, well... This is the end of August. Any words for the people as they, they round out your birthday month? Um, yeah, I mean, one, don't get dogs that bark like we have. Maybe you can hear that. That's the main reason we got Boston Terriers. They're not supposed to be very barky. Would yeah. someone please tell Stella that? Stella's in a special place right now. Yeah. Um, get yourself a three-year-old who wants to buy Daddy cookies. And he picks bought me out, cookies. I bought him cookies, too. And he picks out birthday cake Oreos. They were terrible. He was happy about it. He, yeah, he liked him. Okay. It, hey, damn, everybody. Awesomeness today. Have it. Please Would do. You please. All yeah. the things. And be be thoughtful before you dive into the psychedelic world. Okay. Or just don't dive in. Okay. One of the two. We'll see. You're, I'm you're, making no problems. You want to? I You do. think you're going to? Eventually. Not under my supervision. No, not You'll either. need to find someone else. An actual. I'll screw with you the whole time. That you're, no, no, you're not going to be anywhere nearby. Okay, well, you might be surprised where what what sanct- sanctuaries I might be able to invade. <laughs> I'll go to another continent. Uh, okay, I know that continent. <laughs> All right. There's only so many. Um. So yeah. So the awesomeness should happen. They should have awesome times. Please do. Okay. <laughs> okay. How do we end this? Goodbye. You're supposed you gotta end it end it the right way. Um end it the right way. Have in Have in Awesome today. Awesome today. Would you? Would you please? Do. Sir, ma'am. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.